0: Welcome to the Sports Talker with T.J. Walker, presented by
1: Allen Electric. And now, here's T.J. Walker. Hello, everybody, and happy Thursday to you. Hope you're having a lovely day. I don't know when this weather streak is going to end. Hopefully never. It's another gorgeous day here in Louisville. And while it is so pretty outside, Trevor, so many Louisville citizens are hurting inside more news with the louisville scandal we're going to talk plenty about that today trevor i know you hate it your blue jays are playing in the playoffs for the first time and god knows when and you're here another day having to talk about this louisville scandal with me somebody that covers kentucky sports
0: first of all it's the first time they've played in a playoff game since the joe carter home run off mitch williams this is the uh the first game since that 93 season and yes i am Instead of being able to concentrate on David Price, who's going into the uh, second inning right now with a nothing nothing game, uh, and concentrating on a game that I've been waiting 22 years for, no, I get to talk about rats and hookers and escorts and University of Louisville's possible probation. Yeah, no, that's that's great. Yeah, let's let's get into that right now.
1: Yeah, we are going to talk about it. If you want to, if you have something to say, whether it's from a Kentucky standpoint, a Louisville standpoint, I am confident that. There are people, obviously, a lot of people that know more than I do about this, but this has been so intriguing to me, and a lot of people are going to say, well, it's because you're a Kentucky fan, and it's Louisville-related. I always like a good mystery and a good scandal, and he said, she said. That's always kind of fun to me. I, I, I like this sort of drama. I have been keeping up with it, uh, so and I, I'm unbiased on what's going to happen. I, I hope I've sh- over the last few days talking about it. It's not like I'm rooting for Louisville to get the death penalty or anything like that. Uh, but Louisville will certainly get in trouble, and the news that came out today won't help that. So if you want to tweet into the show, at T. Walker Rivals, we'd love to hear what you have to say about it. Or if you, or you can call in to the Oxford Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzzline, 502-384-1450. Uh, that's how you can get in to today's show. So... The news that broke today, and while I'm talking right now, Abe comes down the stairs. He wants to get in on the on the radio action. He maybe smelled you talking about a rat. He might have. He might have. Maybe he heard hookers and got excited. Abe, of course, uh, my little puppy dog. Clearly that, hasn't been fixed yet, then, is what you're that, telling me. That is supposed to be in his cage, but I guess somehow he escaped. But uh, the show will go on anyways, and hopefully he will be no disturbance to us. So news broke today that... We found finally somebody's confirming what Miss Powell said. Which basically, Trevor, when I first heard about this and Gary Parish of CBS broke the news, what this told me was those Louisville fans, those people that have had their head in the sand it's time that they have to take it out at least a little bit. Now, I was curious to see how even the most optimistic Louisville fan would spin this, and my God, they're pretty good at spinning stuff. (laughs) Saying that he has no credibility, he was just mad at Louisville because Patino pulled his scholarship, Uh, he was just out to get Louisville, this and that. It's not going to hold up, just one little thing's not going to be the end of the world. I've heard a thousand different things. But this is the first piece that we've had of somebody saying yes what she said was true because trevor you while while i obviously disagreed with it and you disagreed with it you could theoretically play the card up until today that we don't know if anything in that book is actually true No, you could you could play that card
0: yeah i've said that a dozen times i mean what she has what she released in that book proves nothing of the allegations she made but it was enough to say that you can't completely dismiss her that you know, she—you can't prove her wrong, but you can't prove her right. Those pictures didn't do anything, but at least gave her a groundwork that maybe what she was saying was true.
1: Yes, and, and while I would—I found it hard to believe that all that was completely made up, and that a guy that has won a Pulitzer Prize would go along with it, not thinking that it was at least partially true. I, I always figured at least some of it had to be accurate, and as it turns out today. There were some parts of it that were true, and Gary Parish brought us the news that Jaquan Lyle, a former Louisville commit, a former well, first a former Louisville recruit, then a former Louisville commit, then he committed to Oregon and actually went up to Eugene. But yeah, I wonder if they asked him was, about his
0: trips to Oregon. I wonder if they asked him about those. Was well,
1: I don't think that's Oregon's on trouble right now for prostitutes, uh, but he. So he he goes to Oregon, then he ends up at Ohio State. The NCAA goes and talks to him. He's mentioned in the book. And a source close to Gary Parrish, he didn't want to say a lot. And I don't know if this source was close to ja- Jaquan Lyle. I don't know if this source was close to the NCAA. I want to say maybe it was close to the NCAA doing the investigation, but said he told the truth and he confirmed the gist of the allegations. So that might not mean all of it. And if you want to, if you want to try to spin it, Trevor, and say, well, maybe he just confirmed that there were girls there and they weren't having sex, they weren't doing that. Uh, no matter how you want to spin it, this isn't good news. No, and the not- best case, the best case in in the, in the the rainbows and sunshine and flowers case of the story, if you're a Louisville fan, would be if nobody said a peep about anything. And then and then in in that case, you are left with just a book and phone records, and the N.C.A.A. may give a slap on the wrist. We don't really know. But this was the, the – you might be able to point back to Jaquan Lyle and say this is what really is going to get this whole thing started.
0: I would love to know exactly what he told me in terms of what he meant by gist. I mean, again, I could be nitpicking his little fan in, in his words, and you know what, that's all I can do at this moment because all we have are just a few sentences. And maybe by gist, maybe he meant just maybe the girls were there. Maybe he didn't he didn't exactly confirm nor deny that uh, money was exchanged hands for sexual favors, but he did at least, I guess, confirm nothing more than what those pictures somewhat confirmed, at least, in a po- to be
1: a positive light on things. Uh, I don't think there are any positive lights, but if you want to try... Hey, then, say, let me try. Give then, me, then give then me so an effort. Be it. <laughs> because, well, this confirms more than the pictures, though, Trevor, because those pictures could be, as Louisville fans would so often remind me, those pictures could have been staged. They're not any different than... The, the hundreds of pictures they take after games anyways. Okay, uh, pictures are pictures. I, 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 for one, kind of bought into the this these pictures prove that these people had a relationship with one another. It, 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 some of them looked more than just your average fan picture. Some of them didn't. Some of them actually did look like fan pictures. But this confirms that, again, we don't know exactly what he said. But what they said against him was that they came over for a party, for a, a, a dance party. I don't remember if they specifically said they had sex. Uh, with Jaquan Lyle, but this confirms that there were strippers at at a party. And then Eric Crawford of WDRB and yeah. Louisville, Fox, he comes out with the story saying a Louisville player has a former Louisville player has spoken with UofL investigators. You got to remember, there's going to be three different investigators doing this. You're going to have UofL's investigation. You're going to have the NCAA's investigation, and then you're going to have LMPD, UofL Police's investigation, if it comes to that. But you're likely going to have at least three investigations into this entire thing. So a Louisville investigator leaked some information to Eric Crawford saying a former Louisville player said, yes, we knew about the strippers. This isn't out of left field for us. Although he said he never saw anybody have sex. He didn't know if anybody was having sex. He never saw money exchange hands between McGee and the players or the strippers and McGee but he did say that there were $1 bills that they made rain on the strippers.
0: Did he actually use the term rain? I don't remember seeing the quote. He rain. did not
1: use, he did not, okay. <laughs> but to, to throw at the strippers, I don't think they're throwing them like, uh, like a fastball. Well, you know, I, mean, I
0: don't know how fast it's really going to go, but I'm sure regardless, she's going to catch it and still take it. Uh, I mean, it's it's not good. It's not, I mean, now you're kind of seeing the, the uh, It seems as if maybe the uh, the little Dutch boy has finally pulled his finger out of the dam and the, the water is starting to leak through a little more than little fans, I think, would hope to see happen at this point.
1: Like the like the vacation movie? Oh, well, I was
0: actually referring to an old uh, folktale about the little Dutch boy who puts his finger in the dam to prevent it from breaking. But yeah, so uh, the vacation movie works, too. You just need more gum. Just need more gum,
1: exactly. <laughs> But so now it has now it's leaked that there are two people speaking out against Louisville. At least one is to the Louisville investigator and said that there was no sex, said that they didn't see money pass. But the fact of the matter is, even if you take one of these, just one of them, it's bad news for Louisville. If you take two of them, and although they're in separate investigations, that's still not good news for Louisville. That makes it worse Trevor uh, you have you have recruits that didn't go to Louisville say now you've got a former player which I don't you know we could sit here all day and try to speculate which player that could have been that said that I know that Elijah Justice had told woky that he did not know anything about this yeah, which kind of justice which, which to... kind of made me <laughs> chuckle
0: yeah the Elijah poor, poor justice didn't get that kind of treatment to come to Louisville I'm sorry buddy <laughs>
1: It did. It, it did kind of make me chuckle because uh, breaking news: uh, White f- walk-on not invited to Shripper party. But of
0: course, maybe if he had been invited, maybe that's how he gets the nickname
1: Bullet. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you might be right about that. Uh, but he he I, says he hasn't been. But I am curious as uh,
0: how much Antonio Blakeney has said because I, I wonder if he
1: told anything. That's a big one too. Because Jaquan That's a big Lyle, one too.
0: Jaquan Lyles is a. I mean, this has been what less than twenty-four hours since we knew. He was talking to NCAA that has already leaked out that you know according that the gist of allegations are correct that he has been that he was named in the book, so if that's like, if it didn't take less than twenty four hours for his talk with the NCAA to come out when it was a bad thing, it makes me at least again this is me trying to be a little positive that if Blayton had said something along the lines of agreeing with the book and things that could hurt Louisville, it would have maybe leaked out by this point. But maybe, but maybe not. Well, that's just me being trying to be positive in an otherwise but, negative situation.
1: But couldn't positive things leak out as well from no, the NCAA no investigation? About,
0: no one cares about positive stuff. Oh BS! Well, BS! Dude, don't you turn on the news? How no what positive stuff do you see on the news.
1: Anybody would love to have that story to say uh, LSU freshman reports say yes Trevor stop (laughs) if he had said that none of that was true and it leaked that would make news you're acting like so so what you're basically saying is that Antonio Blankney didn't tell the NCAA anything newsworthy and the reason we haven't heard that is because nobody wants to hear that yes that's basically what you're saying which is ridiculous if he said nothing newsworthy then that would be newsworthy in itself Everybody loves a good drama. I'm not alone in liking and following this story and doing the same with UNC and SMU and Syracuse. Everybody likes a good story, and you like he said, she said, and you take any piece of information you can get. So obviously nothing's come out on Antonio Blinkney. I I, I enjoyed the
0: SMU-Syracuse stories better, though, I'll tell you that much.
1: I could imagine you probably did. (laughs) And, you know, those stories didn't necessarily include prostitution of underage girls. So those stories aren't probably as serious as, as this one. What? But the thing with Antonio Blankney, on the one hand, yes, if he said none of that's true, I don't know. And he might be. Here's the thing is I'm surprised that former Louisville player t- told, said that to the L investigators. Because if you're not in the NCAA right now or you're not a recruit, which I, I doubt any recruits going to talk. But if you're not in the NCAA right now, what's your incentive to talk? if you're Jordan Mickey, why in the hell would you talk to anybody? Well, Not that it's really, uh, Jordan Mickey's only incentive would be, I guess, if he wanted to get Louisville in trouble or if he was just bored. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> yeah. what would he get out of this one way or the other? I, and, and on the flip side, you could be saying, unless, well,
0: unless, unless somebody in the self organization tried to say, listen, we don't want you, you know, involved in this in any way. So just tell him you weren't, just don't tell him anything you know that we don't want you don't want it coming out that our second round pick was, you know, dancing with hookers. Who <laughs> <laughs> they by the way gave a guaranteed contract to in a second round pick, which is mind
1: blowing yeah. in its own right. If you're if you're a former Louisville player, I don't get why you're talking at all. I I guess you could talk if this wasn't true, but I think that's why you've had so many you players just say no comment or something very brief. Cuz Trevor, I think they probably know that it is true. But it'll be, it, but with Antonio Blakeney, my point is, having Jaquan Lyle say that is almost, to a certain extent, enough. We don't know exactly what he said, but having him say anything at all is almost enough. And I feel bad for you because the the Rangers are just yeah, scoring yeah. to go up I, in that I'm, game.
0: I'm watching. I'm watching. Thank you very much, Delano De Shields Jr. I liked your dad, you bastard.
1: But now, now you, you're gonna get an RBI on me. But to a certain extent, Jaquan Lyle saying that is enough for the NCAA to get Louisville in trouble. Not, you know, not death penalty or anything crazy like that. To some extent.
0: Well, it just to, su- you-
1: to stop To some extent, Antonio Blakeney is irrelevant in a sense. He's a tooth. Because with this, Andre McGee wasn't on staff, Trevor. He wasn't in Louisville. He was... Basically, working as a booster, it wouldn't be good if Antonio Blakeney confirms all this. It's it's going to certainly hurt Louisville. I mean, and Andre he, McGee is done coaching. Period. Yeah. He is. I know we debated this earlier in the week. He's done. I
0: mean, yeah, I, he's I don't done. know. I could see maybe him pop up at a, a D two school or a, I mean, a, a community college somewhere, and over time it go away. But that's no here nor there. I mean, it's something we can talk about in ten years down the road when he's maybe getting his chance. I mean, I've seen coaches. I mean, the cow coach was paying players and doing every breaking every rule of the sun, aside from buying him hookers. And he still got eventually back into college basketball coaching. Now he's at a, you know, NAIA school
1: or whatever it is. Yeah, but Andre McGee's a nobody. True, it's not okay, like he point. has some great track record. He was a failed uh, European professional. But, but
0: the, the, the worst part about Jaquan Lyle, even saying just the gist of it is true, is just the, all it takes is that one person to make the somebody go, okay, well, if, if if this this one story is partially true, then damn it, we've got to go now and find out how much of this is all true. I mean, they needed to – the Louisville needed was the first three people they interviewed to say, no, that's not true. None of that happened. And eventually, the NCAA, after no, so many interviews, is going to be like, you know what, we're not even going to waste our time looking into the rest of this. Apparently, it's all false. So when you go to your first person, your first handful of people, and one of them automatically, who was named specifically in the book, is saying, oh, yeah, that, that's the gist of that's pretty much true. Yeah, that happened. And then that's not good because that's going to lead – now the NCAA saying to themselves – well, crap. we if, if this is this this one story is true and that's all it takes is one story amongst the many that are listed in this book to be true, then that means that the odds have risen completely heavily in the favor of the, um, more of them being true and now more incidentally investigating has to go on and it's not a good sign for uh, either the Louisville Cardinals little fan base or in this case the Toronto Blue Jay fans that are down one nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you make anything of John Ramsey's or not John Ramsey? Oh jeez. Not him. I, I I doubt you'd probably take anything away from him, but yeah, right. the uh, the President Ramses from his statement. I I didn't even read the
0: full statement. I just saw most of it, basically saying it was pretty much fluff. Yeah, I, I, I and couldn't originally, imagine it being anything more than. But I mean, actually, when anyway, it was was in in this in this when he asked about Jaquan Loud, this what he said. I got this rat. This knowing
1: leading friend and it brings up questions
0: i think that's what is that what he said when he asked about lyle
1: that's actually that is what he said okay good. but
0: i got the quote good job i'm right. not
1: gonna i'm not gonna read the statement from president james I hate Ramsey the Rangers, by the way right now but <laughs> did they score again they yeah, sure did you're nothing. a little bit ahead of me for some reason yeah uh, well
0: uh, luckily the toronto offense does not make me worry too much about two runs
1: but anyways, President James Ramsey released a statement. I guess they had a board meeting or, or something along those lines that didn't have to, anything to do with this. But he did release a, a press statement. He didn't even say this. He handed it out, basically saying that he supports Tom Jurch. Everybody needs to go about their day-to-day. Louisville's investigating this, and he can and he knows that Tom Jurch does things the right way. No mention of Rick Pitino. Are you, gonna make, are you taking anything away from that? Now he's nitpicking.
0: What do you mean? I mean, no, I'm not taking anything. It, it's, it's
1: worth mentioning. I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying there's anything crazy that can that should come away from this, but I'm asking you. You're no. a Louisville fan.
0: No, I, you mean in terms of his response not mentioning Bettino? Yes. No, I take
1: nothing from that. You don't think it's weird, though, that Bettino's in the midst, in the middle of this investigation, it's his basketball team, and he didn't even get a mention?
0: Well, I mean, I, no. No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> did that, Fair that enough. Surprise
1: you? <laughs> I, I don't think it means that I'm not going to. But get I, d- I don't think it means that Patino's on the outs or that this proves that they're going to fire him or anything like that. But I did find it strange that you didn't even mention his name. You no, know, Pati- it's I, nothing more than that to me. But it's strange.
0: Patino. I mean, Patino's worries are connected with possible probation for Louisville worries. I mean, that's the extent of it. Unless they can, to this point right now, Jaquan Lao admitted that. Obviously, there at least some of the this, this story was true, and if that's the case, and he's basically admitting to some ladies coming over, and and hanging out and partying, and apparently two of them making a couple hundred bucks, and one who apparently was a little little prudish, not making any money, you know, walking away. He agreed to that, but that still does not at least connect Louisville knowing and Louisville behind the scenes of knowing that the money was being exchanged, that they had the the know all that those women were being sent at this point, Louisville can still play the, it was a rogue person sending it without our knowledge and Patino now granted with, is that make it bad or worse that he would, things like that would be going on under his nose and he's not aware of it. That's, you know, matter
1: whether opinion, whether you, how you look at it. Well, here's the thing though, is as we know, if, if, Andre McGee and he left to go to UMKC after this Jaquan Lyle. After he was there, Jaquan Lyle was committed to Louisville, when Andre McGee was the director of basketball operations. So Patino and, and Patino can play. I didn't know that card. I didn't know this. And like I've said a thousand times, Trevor, I do believe that. But the NCAA is much stricter now about that not being an excuse for a head coach. Yeah, no. they've made it very clear that. If you are a head coach of a program and there are things going on in your program that you don't know about, that's, that doesn't help you. That actually can hurt you because you should know about it. Now, what do we make of Bettino's comments six days ago when this story broke right here on this station? We were talking about it. We were giving you the play-by-play of what we are hearing. And Bettino goes on after our show inside the press box, aired it. Talks about how he spoke with McGee. McGee didn't mention any of this. And then he goes on to talk about how great of a kid and guy Andre McGee was.
0: I, does that tell you anything? Well, if if you want me to, to read into it, I would say that on one hand, and there's many perspectives you can you can read into that by nitpicking it, but I would think maybe if he doesn't know he knew nothing about this, and I don't think I really don't think Bettino did, and that does, doesn't mean it happened, but I don't think Bettino knew about it. Then that's his opinion. I mean, if he don't, if you don't know about it, if, if I mean, I would. Somebody asked me, "Do what do you think of T.J. Walker?" I think he's a great guy. But for all I know, you're out, you know, choking prostitutes on a daily <laughs> basis, like like Jack the Jack the Ripper. You know, it doesn't mean. I mean, obviously, it means you're not a great guy. And for the record, T.J. isn't doing that. But you know, it doesn't mean you're. A, in my opinion, from what I know of you, you're a good guy. So I would think if he doesn't and knew nothing of this, then. Then no, that that would mean you know why would he not say anything other other than that of Andre McGee if that was his uh, perspective of Andre?
1: Now I learned very early on that, and I would like to think Patrini or Patino, not Pat- yeah, you got to get some coaches, Trevor, yeah. that don't have such similar well, names. Yeah, but,
0: well, similar backgrounds in some way too, which doesn't. Yeah, help. no,
1: <laughs> no kidding. Uh, but you got to think Patino knew McGee better than just the. Uh, then uh, I think you and I have a fine relationship, but we're also not hanging out on the weekends when I go and and. And do all those dirty, Jack the Ripper dirty things. <laughs> yeah, all those Jack the Ripper things. But but I, there's something I learned very early on in my career covering recruiting, talking to 16, 17 year old kids, and going on radio and writing about them is not to call them good kids because I can't judge if somebody is good or not based on one phone conversation. Well, so the correct, so the correct thing you say is seems like a good kid. And, uh, just in case, <laughs> and I learned the hard way because there was a recruit that I followed and uh, thought was a good kid. He, uh, he, You know, his parents spoke very highly of him. He goes to college and gets in a lot of trouble So, and did some things that make you think, oh, okay, he's not a good kid. So I learned uh, the hard way that uh, y- you need to be careful in how you talk about somebody, but Patino t- spoke very, very highly well, of Andre. Vicky, almost not, like a son to a well, certain he, extent. And
0: he could still, I mean, and even all the time he spent with Andre, he still does, doesn't mean he knew that, I mean, you can spend a majority of time in, with somebody and still not know maybe that they're, what they're doing on a small part of their time. I mean, you're not with some 24 seven. I mean, he's got other. He's had hundreds of other players, and that he's been close with that have either played for him or joined his staff in some way or another. So, I mean, I'm sure from what he is, uh, you know, being around him as much as Patino was, he could still look at Andre and thinking he was a good guy. But I mean, he doesn't. I seriously doubt he's hanging out with Andre. And if he knew nothing of this, I'm doubt he is hanging out with Andre. You know, in the late nights of things, he's not at the barbershop with Andre and who he and knows who he, all he meets. I'm sure he doesn't go through Andre's phone and his contacts and know everyone he's acquainted with. So, I mean, you can still have a perspective of someone being a good guy, especially someone you may have known for years and has been around and worked with, and still think of him as a good guy, and not know that, and, and behind the scenes they're sending forty-year-old hookers and their daughters to repro- to the dorms.
1: Well, just stating that if this t- the NCAA is not going to. I get what you're saying in terms of his quotes last week. Maybe yeah. he was fooled by him. The thing is, the NCAA is not going to care about that. No, I agree. Uh, the, and I'm not saying the NCAA is going to look at his quotes that he had last Friday and say, oh, wow, you thought he was a good guy. But they're not going to look at that, but they're going to say, you were the head coach. He was underneath you. You need to know what your guys are doing, especially when there's something as serious going on as prostitution, worst case scenario, strippers in the dorms, uh, you need to get that under control. We're going to head to commercial break. We'll be right back here on 1450 Sports Buzz. We'll talk more about this. We'll talk UK basketball. We'll talk UK football. It's going to be a full show. So stick around. We'll be right back.
2: the sports talker i'm just i'm kind of flabbergasted when you say things like that it's weird thank you
0: not a compliment with tj walker what's up players
1: trevor i've flipped the channel now watching ireland and germany and your uh european qualifiers wrong country so we we'll be watching
0: canada canada
1: Ireland actually up one nothing on Germany. Huge soccer weekend, uh, which is weird to say during football season. Anybody that has listened to my show knows that I enjoy soccer. You've got Louisville City FC playing up in Rochester, a 7:30 game to host. Winner will host the USL Championship. Remember, this is the USL or Louisville's first season in the USL, and they're a game away from hosting the championship. Crazy to think about. Uh, second, you have the United States and Mexico playing in the uh, the Gold Cup championship. The Gold Cup, I, I don't know exactly what they're even calling it, but the Gold Cup was a few months ago. The United States had a very embarrassing showing in the Gold Cup. Mexico won, so it goes to a playoff because the United States won the last Gold Cup. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, winner goes to the Confederations Cup, which is, I think, the eight teams that won their regions the year before the World Cup, so United States needs to win that. It's going to be in L.A. It's probably going to be a 50-50 crowd that Saturday night as well. I think that's at 10, and the Louisville City game is at 7, so uh, I'm barely going to put football in the backseat for one weekend. At least Kentucky's on a bye, so I can do that.
0: So well, Louisville and Kentucky are on a bye now. Uh, Indiana does play at noon against Penn State, which you can hear on all these Across uh, Southern Indiana on our airways, starting eleven o'clock with pregame, twelve o'clock kickoff with Don Fisher on the call. But so you, know, you do have Indiana at least, but it's a morning game, so it's not that bad.
1: Right, let me tell you what's going to happen here, Trevor, with this Louisville stuff, and it. we'll we'll talk. Uh, maybe we'll talk more about it during the show today, but we we do have some other Kentucky things that we you know, need let's talk to get about to. Scott,
0: Scott Labissier some more. I want to hear more about him. <laughs> uh,
1: we'll, we'll get well. There's some other things we we do need to talk about, but here's what's going to happen with the Louisville stuff. U of is eventually going to make a statement. I don't think that's going to be for uh, at the earliest, maybe a week, but in all likelihood, not for a few more weeks. And when they do make that statement, Trevor, they're going to impose some penalties on themselves. Uh, I don't know how severe those will be. That dep- that will come down to what they've been told throughout their investigation. Uh, but, you know, likely my guess would probably be a postseason ban. They're going to try to get ahead of this before the NCAA, and they'd be stupid not to. You've seen the NCAA, how they respond to schools that get on things early versus when they wait, and they're just so much harsher on the schools that wait. So Louisville will make a statement soon. Again, soon might be a week. It might be three weeks, and they're going to do some self-imposed penalties. But just in terms of the day-to-day, Trevor, and for our show, other shows, blogs, whatever it may be. You're going to hear stuff, maybe not every day, but you're going to hear this player says this. You might have some Louisville players say, oh, no, none of this is true. I've never heard anything. You might even hear a source say Jaquan Lyle tells reporters he didn't say that. It's going to be a lot of up and down. It's going to be a roller coaster ride, especially for you, Trevor, because you're a Louisville fan. And I'm prepared for that. I was prepared for that as soon as
0: basically this news broke on Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock. I was. So, I, I knew. I, I knew it wasn't going to be some kind of quick, like a band aid, pull it off type situation. I mean, come on, it never is.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's going to be day to day. You're going to hear this. You're going to hear that, and it's going to make you. Some days you might say, "Oh wow, well, well maybe he's going to get away with this." Other days, it's going to say, "Wow, they're going to get buried." But Trevor, I, I'm kind of worried about you. I want you to be patient. <laughs> Especially with Toronto. I want you to thousands. not you
0: should be worried about me right now at this point in my life
1: so anyways I got a text into the show from matt saying do you think what do you think the worst case scenario for penalties will be worst case worst case trevor is still that that banner comes down now how realistic is that I'm starting to think it's not as realistic but it may depend on when this player that talked to in newval's investigation when he played what you're going to need is you're going to need you're gonna, For the banner to come down, you're going to need Jordan Mickey to say, yeah, Montrose Harrell and I, we were there on that visit. There were strippers. They were offering sex. It was unbelievable. Uh, and I can confirm that Montrose Harrell had sex with one of the girls. That's, not, that's never going to happen. But that's what you need. You need some recruits, preferably that were freshmen in that 2013 season, or just players on that 2013 team, to, to come out and say, yeah, we had sex, we did this, we did that. That's how the banner comes down. And that's the worst case scenario. And then in that case, Rick Pitino is likely getting fired. U L's basketball program is forced to do this complete change of culture. Which UL probably needs to do anyways. But that's the worst case scenario. My guess of what happens, again, like I said, Louisville gets out ahead of this. They'll impose their own penalties. When they impose their own penalties... It will include a postseason ban. There will be some restrictions on maybe Patino's recruiting because they don't want to lose any scholarships, so they're not going to impose the loss of scholarships. But they may say Patino can't recruit off campus for six months. I don't know. But there will be a postseason ban, which, Trevor, the good news is, and this isn't me being a jerk, Louisville wasn't going to have a great season this year. <laughs> it's a, it's, it, I'm serious. It's a tough schedule. It's a really tough ACC schedule. Your two best players likely going to be graduate transfers, and I'm I'm as high as on, on Damian Lee as anybody. But it wasn't going to be a great season. Yeah, you were looking at probably a a five seed at best. So say you, you're I looking have... at you're looking at a five seed at best. So you might as well do the self-impose a ban this year, and then hope that you know you're going to lose the graduate transfers, and it's unfortunate for them. Because they came to Louisville to compete, and they only get one year.
0: Can we do like Syracuse, though, and wait till like halfway through the year when we know we're not going to make yeah, yeah.
1: anyway? in <laughs> any uh, Well, it? Louisville would make the tournament this year, and, and Rick is too good of a coach not to make the tournament. Mm-hmm. But you got to ask yourself, was it going to be a memorable U of L basketball season? The answer's no. So you might as well do it. It's Trevor, the answer's no. <laughs> so you might as well do it this year. Get it over with, and the NCAA would applaud Louisville for their judgment to go on and do it.
0: I mean, but does not I mean, in terms of in terms of the worst case scenario, and of course that's the banner and, and further probation and Patino you know, leaving and so on and so forth. But to to even want to self impose a ban, I mean, just because they the NCAA has yet uh, at this point confirmed that you know women may have had sex with recruits, I mean, is that a violation? I mean, is, or I mean, uh, is
1: when that, it's paid, when it's paid for, but, yes, yes,
0: now exactly. Is it when it's paid for now? But can they prove that there was money exchanging hands?
1: Yes, uh, they, I'm sure they'll be able to prove that. I mean,
0: they can confirm. Can I mean, if, if, did Jaquan, Jaquan Lau admit to, to giving uh, here her money? We go. I'm just, I'm just saying, here we go. What? I mean, is it not, how's it nitpicking when I, when I'm just at least attempting to, to break down the story? Because if Jaquan Lao wants to admit to giving her money for it, that's fine. I mean, but then he can be charged with also, you know, prostitution himself. And by the way, thankfully the trouble is just finally got their first hit of the game just now.
1: They, Oh, Trevor, (laughs) come on. No, it's not an NCAA violation to have sex with a girl. Okay. All right. And and again, unless you're going to be, if if not Louisville's coaching staff would already be on probation.
0: (laughs) uh, So, so that's the case. And if all they can confirm is that women came and hung out with them and did possibly, you have another
1: source talking to Louisville investigators that strippers were brought there. And that one dollar bills were strippers provided. Strippers aren't illegal. One dollar bills were provided to throw at the strippers.
0: Provided by whom?
1: By uh, by, by their parents? I don't know
0: by, who. By, by by the by the <laughs> Trevor. ATM?
1: You know what? You're right. It's not illegal to have strippers <laughs> in a dorm. But when you provide strippers for a recruit, then NCOA not going to like it. No, I'll just I'll, I'll leave it at that.
0: I agree. But I, but my point is, is and, and again, this don't and, be and, that and, guy.
1: I understand if you <laughs> if you want to talk about it, we can. You can bring it up like that, but if I hear you on another radio show, or I see you tweeting, well, we don't know exactly what happened in the dorm. It couldn't. It might not be all that bad. Stop. What, what's wrong with being positive? Stop. Stop. It's okay to be positive, but you need to you need to note that you need to be realistic too. Be How? positive, but be realistic. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's realistic right.
0: to think that that, that they, they didn't pay them for it.
1: So they. So they're just yeah. So recruits are brought to campus, and just so happens a group of strippers want to come up in Bernardi Hall and strip for basketball players. Happens to me every Thursday night. Yeah, that's when you're going to P.T.'s. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's Friday nights, by the way, at P.T.'s for the beer garden.
1: That's Friday nights for the beer garden. P.T.'s sounds like a, a, a great place. And I would suggest to Miss Powell, maybe she goes there. Yeah, they're, they're doing good for her. Leave, leave the Leave the college kids alone. Go find some adults, but we're going to head to commercial break. We'll come back. We'll, we're going to talk more about Scout because we're going to get some things cleared up on him. We mentioned it yesterday, didn't have a lot of time. Also going to talk UK football. Plenty of time left in the show today. Uh, you can get your questions in at T. Walker Rivals. Let's hear what you got to say. We'll be right back here on 1450 The Sports Bus. Now like a knife.
2: The
0: Sports Talker, with T.J. Walker.
1: No shirt, no shoes, no ties. No no
0: Presented by Allen Electric.
1: We're back here,
0: 1450,
1: the sports buzz. Fun first segment there, Trevor, right?
0: I had a blast. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna pay attention to the runners on the corners with uh, one out.
1: I saw that. I, I, let's talk about that baseball game last night. I was disappointed to see the Cubs win. <laughs> really? And, Why? Well, I, it's not that I like love the Pirates or anything like that, but one, it's it, it kind of falls on the when I talked about the Blackhawks and. I think i maybe lost a few listeners because supposedly everybody's a Blackhawks fan. Supposedly everybody <laughs> now is a Cubs fan. Yeah, that it's is just, annoying. It, 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 and it, you could say that about a lot of teams. And again, this is coming from somebody that's a green Bay and a green Bay Packers and a Boston Red Sox fan. It, it, there are plenty of green Bay fans that pop up out of nowhere. And was, were you clapping? Yeah, I forgot. I had
0: the mic on my bad. It's uh, we just scored on an air by the third baseman attempting to get a third. All
1: apart. right. Well, okay. Well, first off a few things. One, don't clap.
0: <laughs> hey, we just got our first run in twenty-two years of the postseason.
1: Two, you're ahead of me, so you're spoiling this stuff for me. Good. And so, so cut it out.
0: <laughs> okay, I won't do the spoil part anymore. The clapping, yeah. I can't, ma- I can't make any promises on the clapping part, though. <laughs> well, that spoils it. Oh, uh, well, man, man, you, just, you can't, you can't win with you, can I?
1: <laughs> All right, uh, but anyways, but I, agree I, with you on the I, I just don't, Cubs fans. yeah, and there's plenty of bandwagon teams for a lot. There's plenty of bandwagon UK fans. I, I, I get it. It happens everywhere. It's just still annoying, though. Um, but also, and this doesn't have to do with the Cubs. Well, it kind of does. Uh, actually, we'll start. Yeah, This definitely has to do with the Cubs. I don't like the idea of the Cubs or the Cardinals in the NLCS. I don't really like the Cardinals either. Look, for a different reason than the Cubs. The Cardinals just think they're holier than thou and they are the best team to ever step on a field or playing surface. They're God's gift to sports and it's incredibly obnoxious. Yeah, they're
0: the uh, they're the good, they're the 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 good side and the evil ones are the Yankees apparently.
1: And it's it's a, so one of those two teams will be four wins away from going to the World Series. And, and I don't even know who I would rather be in that position.
0: Well, not yet. The, they're, in the, they're in the DS, not the LCS just yet. There's there's one more round to go.
1: Trevor, what did I say?
0: I don't know. I, I said one of those
1: two teams will be four wins away from going to the World Series. Oh, yeah, because one of those.
0: I get you. Okay. Because they're playing each other. Yeah, so one's a bound
1: to advance. I get you. Okay. So that's when they play each other, you can't have a tie in a, a series. Sure, I got you. I get what you were saying. Now. <laughs> I'm being a jerk. Okay. Uh, so... I, I, one, I don't want the Cubs to ever win a World Series because I think that's hilarious. And I would say probably about 30% of Cubs fans don't even want them to win the World Series either. Because if they win the World Series, then it, it's kind of over, you know? It's, it's, did, did you, did, that, that's like the cute, fun thing about them.
0: But, but hold, on, hold on now. First of all, this, this, I, 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 listen, I'm okay with you on I'm being aggravated with Cub fan bandwagoners, because I am too, because... Especially since I used to not—I'm not saying I'm a Cubs fan, but I liked the Cubs growing up. I mean, hell, I mean that's all you saw living. And when you grew up in in, in you know in, in my era, you only saw Cubs and Braves baseball. You didn't see you know as many teams you get to see on a daily basis. You saw Cubs baseball every day with with Harry Carey and Steve Stone, and I'd sit there and watch it with my grandfather. So I mean, Andre Dawson, Ryan Sandberg, Mark Grace—you know—I I mean the list goes on and on. I can probably name more old Cubs fans than quote Cubs fans today can name. But, I mean, so, I mean, yeah, but to tell me you're a Red Sox fan and then tell me you think it's cute that they haven't won in so long, when you yourself as a Red Sox fan, supposed Red Sox fan, I'm going to put that out there because of that last comment. You I know? said 30%. I mean, the fact that you of should want them to win it, you went through this exact same no, thing. No, no, no,
1: I, I, I don't. You went through
0: the same thing as a Red Sox
1: fan. And you got to remember, I was 13 years old when I, when the Red Sox won. And, that's, and,
0: and, and because of your age, I allow you to jump on the bandwagon. I jumped on the Blue Jays bandwagon as a 12 Oh,
1: I didn't. I, I was a Red Sox fan before they won, by the way. Okay. I'm just saying I was 13 years old, and I was in, what, eighth grade, freshman year of high school when they won. Uh, I, I didn't really, you know, I was excited, but what, I had a few extra Cokes and then went to bed. <laughs> stayed up till one o'clock celebrating. I don't know. Uh, it, I I know Cubs fans obviously want to win, but that's kind of the fun thing about the Cubs is that they haven't won, and they had a lot more voodoo than the Red Sox did.
0: Well, I mean, you and I, the Red Sox had some, and the curse, curse of the, the you the Yankees winning in the way they did in so many times.
1: Yeah, but but I mean, they've got a Billy Goat. <laughs> And, and, and they haven't been to a world series they got
0: a in se- an bartman <laughs>
1: they, haven't, they haven't been to the world series in 70 years I mean, they haven't even been to the world series in 70 years i love that that's one of the things i like about baseball is that you have one of the oldest teams in the game that one hasn't been to the world series in seven 70 years and haven't hasn't won one since 1907 that's a fun little factoid about baseball like if you're from you know Europe and you're coming over to America and you don't know anything about the MLB that's probably one of the first things they're going to tell you one the Yankees have a ton of world series and two the Cubs haven't won one since 1907 I, I like that I like that angle of it that's We've that, got a call we've I think got a call from No though, though cuz there's a Red Sox thing it is wrong it, it is hating a little bit but we got yeah. ours so <laughs> You I got two of them too on top uh, of it <laughs> Oh yeah they they they've gotten Three since then.
0: And if you so. were a college team, you'd have been probably uh,
1: vacated for everything you went down doing. it. No, 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 no. We've got a call on the Oxford Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Buzz Line from Say. Say, what's on your mind?
2: Uh, well, first of all, I was just calling to say, go Cubs, go. Uh, this is going to be <laughs> the year that the Cubs finally win the series. Say, I, I gonna, wish the best. Gonna I wish the, the best for you We're going to beat the Blue Jays. We're going to beat the Blue Jays in seven games and just to play with uh, Trevor's heart, and then we're going to go ahead and put him out and would be all, I'd be, all, I'd be all okay.
1: I'd be okay with that. And to say, if you're a true Cubs fan and you follow the Cubs throughout, then I'm very happy for you. This has to be a very, very exciting fall.
0: No, he's a Cubs fan in de facto because his wife is. He doesn't even care about baseball. Let's
2: say. I mean what say you? I'm black. No black people don't like <laughs> baseball. That's true. But <laughs> but but because because it's the one thing that I that that I can talk about with baseball is I know the Chicago Cubs song will win, Go Cubs, go, not choke, Cubs Choke, which Trevor sings all the time. <laughs> but the main thing is that, that this has been a glorious day of sports talk radio. The the fact that the Cubs won and we hear how much of a ba- – they talk about how much of a badass Jack Ariadne is this year. Jake. And then on top of that, you <laughs> know, on top of that, stitches don't get stitches. What they're doing is putting Louisville under the bus. It is – as a Kentucky fan, it can't get any better. I mean, this is a great day in sports. The only thing that makes it better is if the Redskins beat the Eagles – Again for the third time. Wait a minute, we just did that, didn't we? Yeah, we did just beat the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's we, it. Yeah. Say, I mean, Trevor, say, the sports sucks for you.
1: Yeah, it, everything it,
0: else is going great in my life, so it's I out.
1: love I love calls like the people that call in and pick on Trevor. Say you mentioned something about snitches and stitches. Did you see what Chris Jones tweeted out today? Yes.
2: And he's right. It wouldn't happen in Memphis. In Memphis, they know to keep their mouths shut. This
1: tweet tweet cracked me up. Uh, Chris Jones said, A little pressure hit and people start singing like birds. LOL, can't be where I'm from. Laugh out loud, that's real-ish, is what he says. Uh, I understand that Chris Jones is saying he's not going to talk, which is good news for Louisville. I almost feel like this is a bad tweet for him to send out. I think he's doing more harm than good here, saying that he's not going to talk. A little pressure hit, and people start saying everything. Trevor, did you see that tweet?
0: I did, yes. I saw the tweet.
1: Oh, man. I it's forgot about that. It's confirming so. it, isn't it? it, it kind of it is. It's basically his saying, yeah, I know people are talking, but I'm not going to. Oh, now who's nitpicking? I, I, Trevor. Chris
2: Jones is not one of the smartest people in the world. And I don't, not, think, yeah. I don't know, think any Louisville it's, fan it's would. It's not like he's bright. Here's a question. Does Patino, does Patino sit and fight with his team over this and go through whatever they go through? Because you know that they also have interviewed current players and former players, and former players have admitted that, yes, the strippers came, and that, yeah, the that he doesn't know if any money was exchanged hands for sex, per se. But then again, he said that they were all given money to hand out to the strippers. That's an NCAA violation, if that's true. Even if it wasn't, they weren't paying for the girls to have sex. It's an NCAA violation as soon as if Andrew McGee is giving them money to put dollars in their g strings. That's, oh yeah, I mean, it absolutely is.
0: But that also has not been—that's that's not been said. That the strippers were there. No, has, no one has once said Me gave them the dollar bills.
2: Well, that that we know of,
0: yeah. Uh, Nobody's come that out we and don't said. know of yeah. Nobody. nobody we
2: Eric Crawford just said something similar to that just a second ago, or he put something. There's an article he's going to put out tomorrow about it. But a former U of L player has confirmed that yes, that the strippers were brought that no, no money was exchanged hands for sex. He said the only money that was given to them was money to pay for, you know, to give dollar bills to give strippers. Even if it's just one single dollar, if Andrew, if a coach gives a dollar to a player, if a coach can't give, a, give buy a player a suit for a funeral or give them a plane ticket to go back home for a funeral like out at Ohio State, and giving dollars for strippers has got to be, that's literally a coach taking money from his hand and giving it to the guys to give to the underage strippers. And I'll touch so, on that. We, and, go on. Well, I was going to ask my next question also that has to do with this. If it comes out true that, that and they, it ends up coming out that, yes, these girls were sleeping with these guys, what, whoever slept with that 15-year-old girl committed a felony. And yeah. they may not even, and really what sucks is they may not even know that the girls, A, were paid for and B, were 15, was a 15 year old. Andrew McGee has really put a lot of people on some crap because of this. I actually oh. think that he was just stunting and that I don't really think that the UFL players knew that these girls were paid for in that way. I really don't believe that. that. I think that it was just a team thing. They were all partying, enjoying themselves. And that's just a, I mean, if you know, if you've ever been on a basketball or football team, they're groupies all the time that, you know, you pass along like a joint. And I think that's kind of what was went on with that. And I think Andrew McGee was probably just stunting, acting like I can get these girls over here, not letting people know that, hey, I'm paying these girls to come over here to do this stuff.
1: You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I just, I wonder. Yeah. It's a really, really bad situation. It is bad, and I say I appreciate the call. I wrote down the things that you said. I'm going to touch on all of them. We need to head to commercial break. We're after the 5 o'clock hour. appreciate the call. You can call in 502-384-1450. We'll be right back to answer some of these points here on 1450 The Sports Bus. I can
2: feel my face when I'm
0: with you. But I love it. But I love it. Oh,
2: I can feel my face when I'm with you. be the death of me, at least we'll board enough. I And always get the best of me, the worst is yet to come. All the misery was White trash name, yes. Mandy. Nope. Marilyn. Nope. Brittany. Nope. Tiffany. Nope. Candace? nope no, Alright, speed round. I'm gonna rattle off some names when I hit it. Buzz it, okay? I will tell you. You got me? Yeah. Alright, Brandy, Heather, Channing, Brianna, Amber, Sabrina, Melody, Dakota, Sierra, Bambi, Crystal, Samantha, Autumn, Ruby, Taylor, Tara, Tammy, Lauren, Charlene, Chantel, Courtney, Misty, Jenny, Krista, Mindy, Noel, Shelby, Trina, Reba, Cassandra, Nikki, Kelsey, Shauna, Jolene, Earlene, Claudine, Savannah, Casey, Dolly, Kendra, Collie, Chloe, Devin, M. Lou, Becky? Nope. Wait, was it any one of those names with a Lynn after it? Yes. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. Brady Lynn, Hevelin, Tammy
0: Lynn. You're listening to The Sports Talker with TJ Walker, presented by Allen Electric. It
2: seem
1: to be Trevor's day keeps getting worse here. Just ask me if we're going to have any trivia today, and the, the, the answer's no. No throwback Thursday today. I just
0: want to I just want to go through a little recap of my, of my sports years to this point, at least if you count the year being... The summer, from the end of the summer on to maybe the end of August on, at this point, my the Eagles are one and three and have no hope of probably making the playoffs from the way they played. The Blue Jays are currently finally making the playoffs for the first time in 22 years and are down four to one in the bottom of the fifth. Louisville is facing allegations beyond the my worst nightmares. The Louisville football team starting zero and three, while bounced back to two and three, are still in fighting in the hole and at best most likely looking at a bowl game. A ball game that no one probably will care or remember about in five years, and uh, yeah. And then on top of everything, I uh, I got a new car. I got pulled over today for speeding, going uh, seven miles over the speed limit. Didn't get a ticket, luckily. Uh, and also learned yesterday, TJ, that I don't I don't think I like being in a Prius. I, I love the the miles thing, the saving on the gas. But in the two days I've had to driving this car to work today, I get pulled over for going fifty two and a forty five, which is kind of asinine in its own right. And then yesterday, I got cut off not once, but twice by people getting in line to cut me off to get over the bridge. And both times, they, they didn't even, like, try to sneak past me. One of them literally deboed me. I mean, he, they, they, if, if I had kept going, they would have run me off the road. And these are things that never happened in my Buick. And I feel almost like the ma- I think like my masculinity is being, being challenged here in this Prius. Because yesterday, I mean, in the Buick, no one ever tried to cut me off. I mean, I was driving a freaking tank. If I told you to get off the side of the road, I'm keeping going. They did. And so I'm having a bad, this has been a bad couple months. Thankfully, Russell Martin just got a hit. So maybe that'll cheer me up.
1: Yeah, sorry to hear about you getting pulled over. That stinks. Yeah, he needs to give me a warning on a ticket, though. Listen, I don't care if you're at a Prius or not. You control your own fate on the roads. So if you want to be a baby and let cars dictate where you can and he can't go, me, then though. so be it. They or they, hit let me. Hit they let them
0: hit you. They let them hit you. Normally, I would have said, okay, Stop being care. soft, Trevor, and let them hit you. <laughs> I mean, I just bought a car. I don't want to get beat up anymore than I already did. It wouldn't it. have been your fault. Yeah, that's true, but then I would have been late and wouldn't have gotten you on the air also. Oh, well, that's okay. I could use a, a day off. <laughs> yeah, I could. With the way that these days are going, I could probably use one, too. <laughs> let them hit you. Don't you're be right soft. Here. I'm not going to be. I, you know, next time you're right, I'm going to let them I'm – gonna, I'm gonna, Someone let them hit me. They see a Prius and they think, oh, well, look, it's some kind of hippie in a Prius. He'll probably just bend over and let us do what we want to, and we're going to get in front of him. They didn't see that when they saw the Buick. They're going to learn. That that, that is not, that's no, you know, no hippie smoking a hookah in, in, in that Prius right there. No, it's a man. It's a that's a man's man. man. And exactly. no one cuts
1: off this man. That's what you need to do. And the That's Blue exactly Jays are taking down
0: the Rangers.
1: What you need to do. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh,
1: I'm a little anyways. disappointed
0: I didn't hear Katina's name in that white trash list of names, by the way. No, no,
1: <laughs> But she's not white. So. Or, or
0: Too Tall or Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rodney. Rodney, I'm sorry. Rodney with a little dash in it. I feel bad for Too Tall, Ed Too Tall Jones. He's probably like, dude, come on. I mean, now, now people Google search me and they're coming up with me and hookers.
1: <laughs> so i need to answer some of say's questions that he said or comments that he said and again i do appreciate the call uh one he's talking about the money's money to the players so if rick patino were to give hypothetically if he was to give shane behannon five dollars all in ones and tell him to go make it rain have a good time be home by four in the morning uh is that would that be a violation? I'm fairly certain that would be. I'm not 100% certain, but I'm fairly certain it would be. But here is something to remember is that schools, uh, whether it be, uh, it doesn't really matter the level of schools, but uh, when you're on an official visit to a school, the school pays for a lot. And that includes meals, and that includes hotels, uh, and it also includes a little fun money. little, you know, a little fun money. What you do with it, you do with it. You go to Laser Blades, have a good time. You go, You do whatever you want. Uh, and, and sometimes it can be, you know, $40, and that's, I, I, I think there is a set amount, but I was told around 35 to 40 bucks. So if those players wanted to spend that fun money on the strippers, I don't know if that could be pinned back to Louisville. Now, if Andre McGee was giving them hundreds of dollars to do that, okay, well, then that's a different story, and that wouldn't be good. Uh, the next part is he he talked about the underage girls and how this could get other people in trouble. We've talked about that on the show. It certainly could get other people in trouble. I heard somebody talking today that uh, that in the book and I didn't see this in the book that maybe that that she says that maybe her daughters the underage daughters never had sex with the with men over 18. <laughs> what? that that when they did, they were over 18 themselves. Hey, yeah, you got I don't, you got I old don't know. I, Again, I need to go back and, and look at the book. I can't confirm that. Uh, so it might not be the underage girl situation that we originally thought. It might just be at the beginning of this story. She had a 15- and 17-year-old daughter that would sometimes go over to the dorms. Um, even if, it's, even this if part, it's... Whether or not she is or isn't, she's still a scumbag person.
0: I, I think I'm not... And I might be incorrect on in the laws. Again, I've watched... Nineteen years of SBU, so I'm pretty good on this stuff. But I mean, I, even if at 15, even if she only had the 15 year old daughter have sex with people under the age of 18, that's still human trafficking. That's still uh, statutory rape. That's still prostitution.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I don't think, like, I don't think I, again. Understand. I don't know all the I don't know all the details about it. I have to go back and and read up on some of those parts to see. Also, have to remember some of the recruits may have not been may have been underage. So if a 17-year-old has sex with a 16-year-old, that's legal. It's kind of disgusting to talk about all this, but uh, there will be some other questions to ask regardless from the Louisville side of things, from the Louisville investigation of things. Uh, That's when the LMPD is going to come in and do their own investigation where people could be charged. Andre McGee could be charged. Say brought up a good point is that McGee was putting a lot of people in bad places that probably didn't deserve it, that didn't really know that anything was wrong. And I don't doubt that maybe some of the recruits didn't know that these people were hookers. Maybe they didn't. Maybe some of them did. It's not going to help Louisville's case with the A, but it certainly may, it doesn't do anything but make this situation sadder than it already is.
0: I mean, like I said, if, if Jaquan, if Jaquan Lyle, uh, you know, Jaquan La- Rat Lyle wants to, you know, admit that he did Oh, know. stop. <laughs> That's the new name. Stop. Nickname. And
1: these guys are in a bad spot because they will say, the NCAA will go to them and tell them that they're going to get in trouble unless they speak the truth. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because That's, they're that. not completely innocent.
0: They're not. And But he can be charged then
1: if he, if he admits to having, I mean, if he admits to It's the not even the then. sex part of it. It's that if they went and saw strippers and, were dan- and had strippers dance to them, that is technically strippers that were paid for to dance for them. While they're on their visit, is technically impermissible benefits. I don't know if there's ever been an impermissible benefit in the form of a human, but it technically would be. So they can get in trouble, and especially if there was sex involved. So provide now,
0: so so bringing in paying for strippers to entertain is 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 an, is, is 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 bad.
1: It's a it's a role violation. It would be. I I don't know if you can use that as entertainment. I mean, now, granted, you're right. It is a, an official visit, so everything should be paid for, but I think that's crossing the line in terms of what is acceptable through NCAA standards.
0: I'm curious of what those standards are.
1: Now, especially if they had sex with them.
0: Now, well, have, there's no questioning. I, yeah, we're not going to. Well, now, if they paid for sex, now, if they had sex with them. If they paid for, will. yes, I obviously mean,
1: if they paid for sex, but if they paid for strippers, then that's kind of the same boat just I mean, because there's, a, you know, I don't like to it's graphic if, or two. Technically, too,
0: if you go on backpage.com, you, you, you're buying a woman's company. You're not paying for sex, though. So you're just buying her company for those two hours. Whether she decides yeah. to have sex with you
1: or not is, is there, you're grown adults. That's you're the, trying to spin it. I get it. I, but, the NCAA, but the NCAA has the leverage with these guys saying, hey, what you did was wrong. Now, if you talk to us and tell us the truth— we can help you yeah. if you don't want to. If you don't want to talk, then so be it. But if we find stuff out, if we find more information, if other people do talk, you're not going to be playing college athletics this year. Uh, the That's the leverage they have over every
0: cop that pulls over a kid.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's not far off from that. So uh, we'll see. Like, like I said, everybody needs to be patient. There's going to be a lot more news. It's going to some days it'll look good for Louisville. Some days it'll look worse for Louisville. I At agree. the end of the day, something bad is going to happen. Just hope for the minimal. If it's a postseason ban, it's a postseason ban if you're a Louisville fan. For Kentucky, we talked about this yesterday, there could be some bad news with Scalabissia. And the Kentucky could have some own, their own uh, NCAA issues going on in Lexington. Now here is what I was told late last night is that it isn't anything to worry about. Like I said yesterday, Kentucky's confident and that Scalabissier, along with Sheck Diallo in Kansas and I'm ter- I'm told Sheck Diallo's situation in Kansas is much worse because that comes down to whether he's even eligible to be a a, a college to play college sports if his grades pass which T-
0: is even Quick question TJ and I'm this isn't a smart ass question even though normally they are but would you ever has Kentucky or any other university ever come out and been like yeah we're scared to death this kid's not going to be able to come here I mean don't they no, always but, say no, positive no, they no, always no, they're always no, positive
1: no. about it no, and there's plenty of people saying that Ennis Canter wouldn't have been. Now I'm telling you that Kentucky felt good about it, but again, like I said yesterday, it was a completely different situation with Ennis Canter. Kentucky felt good about it, but they didn't know the rules per se. They knew that he had made money. They just thought he was going to be able to pay it back. It, it, there's nobody saying this time. Yeah, Scalabrizzi took some money, but it won't. It wasn't that much. He'll be okay. With with UK, they they thought that the ancillary would say, "Yeah, we know how it works in Europe. That's okay." We will, will will allow you to pay it back. Everything will be fine. That wasn't that. That was the case with Ennis Cantor. It's completely different with Scalibisia. Now, what I'm told is that there are plenty throughout the country, plenty of players that are technically right now not eligible. So here's how how this process, in a way, works. Is You have all these players enrolling in college, the school in the NCAA have to make sure they met their grades, their GPA were right, their test scores were fine, and all that adds up. Now, if that's the case, probably, definitely 9 out of 10, maybe 19 out of 20, 95% of those players, they're in college, and they're fine, and they're good to go. Now, some of the high-profile cases... Even at any point in their high school or AU career, there's a minor red flag. They get the okay to be students at the school, but then somebody says, okay, we're just going to keep you right here in limbo for a little bit. We're going to have to check over everything, make sure everything's okay. And there's probably, I, I don't know the exact number, but you know, maybe 200 guys like that in college right now that you haven't technically been ruled eligible. Now, schools aren't going to comment on that. They're not going to say, all right, we got word back. Everybody's eligible except for him. We got to wait for this guy. They're not going to do that. So there are several other college players throughout that we haven't heard about. Maybe some at big schools. I wouldn't doubt that for a second. So don't look too much into the fact that he's ruled in or he's not eligible right now. That'll likely change. It's just because, obviously, his case does have red flags. There's no denying that, Trevor. With the news that broke last November about Scalabissia, we knew that this was going to lead to where we are right here in October. It's just UK wasn't going to comment on it because they're not going to say, yes, he's ineligible still.
0: So what, what percentage chance would you be that he
1: doesn't play the first four weeks of the season? The first four, like all four weeks, or just maybe a game. Uh, just, the, first, the
0: first four weeks to see however many games is involved in that. Maybe
1: I don't know. I, I is that was that lead right up to the Louisville game. Did you go and look to see? No,
0: I'm actually just I'm just skimming through Twitter. Actually, when it just came up that off the top of my head. Uh,
1: the first the, the the chances he misses the first four weeks of the season, I'd put it two percent, if that.
0: So you're as confident uh, a, as Kentucky is always.
1: No, I'm not saying. You know, at worst, I'm saying he misses a game or two. And the chances he misses a game or two, I'd say probably thirty percent. I don't know.
0: Just out of curiosity, what did, in terms of Venus Cancer? Because you have brought this up numerous times. What, what, what do you think the percentage of him missing the entire season was?
1: Well, what? you gotta you gotta remember, I was a little little sophomore, uh-huh. just a young buck, yeah, new to the uh, college world. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But so I, I wasn't as involved, and I I was at the time. Working for the Kentucky Colonel, not covering basketball at the time, Um, but back then to put myself in those shoes, my percentage that I thought Ennis Cantor would miss the entire season, probably 10%. I didn't think that he was going to miss the entire season, but that was going off what I had heard from Kentucky.
0: So, you can't so go, you can't get but back to, that goes back to my point where more often than not, and I'm but not saying, but it's a different situation. Every school it, it, is and that's, going to make it sound spin it positive that they have belief that that player is going to play. But, I don't,
1: I don't know if that's always true because there was people. That, again, I'm talking about people close to Kentucky because I think John Calipari. Genuinely believed that he was going to have Ennis canter eligible. So people close to him, obviously, were going to say that. Now, there was other people around Kentucky media that were hearing from the NCAA or hearing from other national media members that uh, this is not an open and shut case. Whether or not Calipari thinks that it is looking good for him, it's not open and shut. But... That's not the case with Scalabis. It seems like everybody's on board, including Kentucky, with him being okay. You're not hearing any whispers. Now, you heard whispers within a scanter. The situation's already even comparable. The only reason you're doing it is because they were both UK players. Oh, you brought up K. I actually. You, and I'm not 100% sure. If, I, I want to say Nerland's Noel might have not been initially eligible. I think he had to go through this second window of evaluation. But was that as a result of his,
0: his reclassification more than his, his academic standings, though? Well, wouldn't that be the same thing? Well, yeah, but I mean, well, the academic standings because of his reclassification, not because he just had bad grades or was taking money,
1: possibly. Yeah, it might have been that. And I I think there could have been some questions about his amateur status as well. Not 100% sure about that. But I, I wouldn't be shocked at all if there was another Kentucky player or maybe a few that have gone through this window that we haven't heard about. Because most of the time you don't, and I don't know if we would have even heard about this if Jeff Goodman hadn't gotten a hold of Scalabissier's Guardian, which I'm a little surprised his Guardian, who I say every time I bring him up, I don't think is a great person. We wouldn't know about it if his Guardian had just said, oh, we're fine, you know? So we're good. Thanks for having I, w- I wouldn't worry. I really wouldn't worry too much about it. And I understand your point of view, Trevor, of, well, in the past, Kentucky's felt good about players, but it, it is a different situation. But not just Kentucky.
0: I was actually pointing out, I mean, I mean just in general, any school that, 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 that is facing possible, uh, as, you know, not sanctions, but possible uh, eligibility issues with a, with a top recruit. I mean, I'm, I can't remember the last time I've, or any time I've seen a school come out and say, we've recruited him, we've signed him. But you know what? We don't think he's ever going to show up on campus. I'm just now—you just don't see that. I just never have.
1: Most well, there's happens, a lot of—there's que- a questions of about Shabazz. A lot of questions about Shabazz Muhammad that he wouldn't but end up was, on a campus. But the thing—and even check negative—and even check Diallo. Now, this news—I I had known that news. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but I had known that news for a while, and it didn't come out till late in his recruitment that oh, he might have some some issues he might have some eligibility issues so there's a lot of players where going through the recruitment people say "Eh, he's cliff alexander was one of them and that actually turned out to be true later Mm -hmm. on in his in in his stint at kansas but he's still waiting to play (laughs) oh he's he's gonna be waiting a long time if that's (laughs) the case uh it kind of looks like there's some empty seats up there what in toronto in Toronto,
0: yeah, I think some people may have left to go get go to the bar to start drinking heavily. Now that the, the news has come out, Josh Johnson will not return to the game. Uh, he got hit in the head while sliding in a second, and uh, he has left the game and will not return. When, no, that's and when your potential uh, AL MVP leaves the game in the uh, in the early in the game and not doesn't plan on returning, it would make you want to go get some of the boots too. Yeah, but look at us! <laughs> look at all those Blue Jay fans when they're out full force. We got a whole and now that no, now that Montreal is playing in Washington, it's, we got the entire country behind us. Is it Labatt's beer? Labatt's beer. I don't know. I, L- Le Boot. Maybe. Le do, do you think that they play like instead of like showing replays, they show the uh, replays, re, uh, loops of the movie Strange Brew in the stadium?
1: Uh, probably. I went to a, a Penguins playoff game. They were playing the Bruins. I'm not a huge hockey fan, but it is incredible to see live especially a playoff atmosphere, and they were selling LeBat, LeBoot, LeBat. LeBat. And, uh, yeah, we, we we had a few. Maybe they're doing Crown
0: see, Royal. That's why they're probably taking shots of Crown Royal.
1: I can see why the the, the Canadians like it so much. Uh, but back to the NCAA eligibility issue with Scalabissier. Uh, Trevor, now this is a popular phrase you've been saying lately this week. Mm-hmm. We know what happened with Scalabissier and his guardian shopping him around at least asking player, asking teams to pay. If there's a money trail, then Scalabica is probably going to get in trouble. Yeah. Now, if there's a money trail and that money trail is a significant amount of money, he's not going to play college basketball. Now, it's my guess that one, him at, going around shopping him, and not getting any money, while that's shady as could be and doesn't isn't a good look, it should make Scalabissier okay. Now, even if he ended up getting a little bit of money, his guardian did. We've seen players in the past be able to pay back small amounts of money. Now, if it's a big amount of money, like I said, he's not going to play. I don't think there is a paper trail. If there is, they need to be able to prove it. I'm not 100% sure they're going to be able to do that because we haven't heard anybody talk about it. If there's Maybe a paper trail,
0: though. His, his, his guardian doesn't seem the brightest guy. So I, I can uh, imagine if there's a paper trail, it probably won't be
1: too hard to find knowing this dude. Well, I definitely don't think his guardian is one of the brightest guys. He does well for himself. I don't know know what his profession was to do well for himself, uh, but we'll see. We'll see if there is money. We'll learn more about it. I wouldn't expect him to miss any time. He has been practicing with the team, and um, it will be something to keep an eye on. I I think Kentucky's – obviously, Kentucky's season expectations change drastically if you don't have Yeah, I still think it would be a team that could make the Final Four, but you wouldn't pencil them in like a lot of people are doing right now. Uh, Kentucky football – we are a week away from their game at Commonwealth Stadium some exciting news well, exciting uh, hopefully exciting news. The plan is to broadcast from Commonwealth Stadium next Thursday. Uh, Trevor, I imagine you're probably not going to be making up the trip out there, so I'll be doing that solo.
0: Who said I wasn't gonna make the trip with you? Oh we'll make am the trip? I invited? You're invited. I mean, can you got a ticket for me? I uh,
1: don't have a ticket for you.
0: You know what? Don't even worry about that. I tell you what. Uh, I'll just I'll just hang out. I've got a i have got I got somewhere to crash. I've got family has a house not far from campus, and far from the state. It's like a ten minute walk to Commonwealth actually uh, from the house. I'll just go crash there with my cousin and watch the game there after the show. Uh, that
1: sounds pretty nice. Yeah. But uh, you know, if you can be there and set up the equipment, that'd be all the that'd be great. We'll, we'll, we'll get this worked on.
0: We got will have Western Kentucky on our airwaves uh, we, uh, on that same night. But we'll, uh, I'll get let, let me let me see what I can. Uh, can, see if you can pull some shrinks. Let me see if I can get some money out of the boss to to pay for a little gas to get me up there. But, um, now that I'm in a the Prius, will just give me like five bucks and say, here's your full tank.
1: So he, hopefully <laughs> you you could do that. If not, I'm still going to try to do it by myself at, in the middle of a tailgate. Should be entertaining radio. That's next Thursday. I'm going to get alive.
0: Uh, well, yeah, you'll be okay. I'll never forget that I went to a UK-Auburn game and I that, it was the year they had Stephen Davis's it was one of—I would say it was the year Auburn went undefeated, but was on uh, probation, so we got nothing out of it. But that doesn't define it because they're the only team to do that—not once, but twice. Uh, <laughs> but I got—I'll just never forget. It was one of those—I've been to so many UK games, probably more than I have been U of L, which is sad over the time. But I just remember getting there like two minutes into the game. I mean, maybe three minutes, and when I was—this you know, is was 90—that's maybe 18, 19 years old. So I had a good little buzz going on by the time I got there, which is why I was late. And it was already 21 nothing Auburn. And I just I just remember I remember walking in and people already walking out, and I am thinking, how late am I? I mean, I was. With my, I remember me and my buddy Josh. We're like, how late are we? I mean, it's, the game started at like, you know like seven thirty. It's only like seven forty five. What, what what's going on? And it was already twenty one nothing Auburn. I think this, I don't know what the final score was. I think it ended up being like forty eight to three or something. But nonetheless, that's the only time I've ever been to an Auburn UK game.
1: Uh, I don't. I wouldn't expect that to. To happen this time, Trevor. Last Auburn UK game I went to was the the Cam Newton game. Obviously, when it was in Lexington, a game that Kentucky really outplayed the future national champs, By the and way, it took a it took a might, last second field goal. Of,
0: you might want to stop talking and look at your TV because Jose Batista just sent one in the third row.
1: Again, you spoiled that for me right when you started saying that, the pitch. But uh, Blue Jays still down. I I, I don't know why you do this to me where you make me want to root against you. I was going for the Blue Jays. A little uh, NL East pride, or AL East pride, excuse me, I I was going for them. But we're out of time. I hope your Blue Jays pull it out, Trevor. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. We'll be live at Thornton's in Jeffersonville, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. So hopefully you can join us. We'll talk to you then, 1450 the Sports Bus.
2: Mm-hmm. They say, welcome to the 502 Take the Georgia boy, show them how Kentucky do Oprah Priest, Classics, paint Kentucky blue They say, don't forget 270, be hitting two Song call it blue, grass song call it purple I'ma call it home, take a shot of Tron Lay back in the lap and take two to the dome Ride from the Ville to BG in my zone in High time, sitting by the river Got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my leg to tell me how they run my life when they say I'm going wrong, and I swim doing right. Come on high time, sitting by the river, got my old shotgun, fishing pole in my left.